0: you'll find anywhere. We did some predictions at the beginning of the season and I was very, I I have to say, I was the most optimistic of the four of us. Um, I really felt like this was a year where Harson and the staff could actually take the next step forward and actually show some improvement. I had Auburn going optimistic eight and four in this season. Auburn is currently at three and four, so needless to say, I'm disappointed. But I want to hear from you guys. B, what was? How did you have Auburn finishing? I was say eight and four. Okay, so so you're yeah. right there with me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's 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 all you're gonna say on that. Okay. I I mm-hmm. I'll, I'll move on to you, Ike. Uh, Ike, how were you feeling now, Ike? You you were I would have to say you had a very objective kind of outlook on the season because we we did we did the boss we had the loss and we had the toss and mm-hmm. you had a lot more teams in the toss up mm-hmm. meaning it can go either way uh for you but how did you at the beginning of the season I, I don't remember your record what did you say um i i felt
2: like you know we were gonna be around eight and four seven and five as well uh that's you know just kind of where I felt like we would be based upon what i didn't know about our offensive line and now that i know what i know about our offensive line 75 is looking very optimistic um mm. we got a lot of work to do to be able to put points up and i think the disappointment of all of that is now that the offense is starting to move the ball a little bit the defense has Fallen apart it seems specifically In rush defense Um, And that was not a thing that I thought was going to be Characteristic of this team I thought we were going to be stout On the defense Um, I think I um, Overestimated how our defensive Line could perform And Woefully underestimated How I thought our linebacking core Was going to be able to perform So yeah Um I don't know, man. It's uh, it's one of those things where I hope we can finish strong, but I've been saying this pretty routinely this season. Until I see it, I can't predict it, right? And based upon what I've seen, right? Like if, if there's a history, if I've never seen it before, then I can try to say, oh, well, this piece, this piece, maybe blah, 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 give some sort of projection. But if I'm going to project based upon what I've seen, we're going to struggle in the second half of this season to win games against teams that are not better than us right like we hurt ourselves so much that we put ourselves in situations where teams that are not better than us
0: have a shot in every game and that's disappointing b do you care to kind of kind of elaborate on because i kind of alluded to it i don't think the thing you can anticipate injuries happening right that's just a part of the game it's a very physical game but who got injured it's the who for Auburn, right? And that's kind of devastated our pass rush. He mentioned A. Kuliotta. Uh Before we even were able to even play a game, guys that we were counting on uh, mm-hmm. weren't able to be a part of our O-line. Um, we've right. had injuries to Malcolm Johnson Jr., who we was looking to see have a breakout. He's been injured. Um, guys in the linebacking court. Like, there's just been injuries all over the place. And there's guys who are scaring us over the past few weeks. And Derek Hall... Uh, has been getting injured, playing through injuries. Talk about how devastating injuries has been for for Auburn in the first part of this season. It definitely played a part in why the offensive line
1: looked the way it did. Experience matters, especially among the offensive line. And you can't lose a center like that. And Again, it's not—it sounds so strange after 2020, right? We watched that Nick Brahms film, and you're like, oh, man, if I tell you that in two years— him going down is going to tank our season. We were like, man, please, stop, stop. Yeah, we're we going to have a better offensive linemen than that. But I'm, he played better in 2021 than he did in 2020, but the experience, right? the experience is, is, is irreplaceable. And losing that, I'm, I'm certain that it set back the overall play of the offensive line, but it also threw a loop in what type of offense we were able to run what we were able to execute when you, you can't identify pre-rushers. Um, when the guy in the game has seen less than uh, 2% of the snaps that you've seen, it makes a difference. It just does. And that may have been some of the, the, the cause of the, the early woes. But again, the biggest, the biggest source of the early woes has been turnovers. Absolutely. It's been the turnovers. Yeah. The turnovers, which many, so many were unforced. And that's why it's not yeah. just on the offensive line. It's not just that, oh, the offensive line and and I was nervous and I started bailing early. That's happened a few times, but that's not why T.J. Finley threw two interceptions in his first game. That's not why Robbie threw an interception in game two. That's not why Robbie has put the ball on on the ground as many times as he has. It is inexperience. Inexperience running what we're running this year and inexperience. And then you stack the offensive line on top of that, which is why we have such a low... um, yards before contact rush average for our running backs they're not getting room they're either i think they're the lowest or the second to lowest in the conference there's no room now tank is like top five in yards after contact because he's tank and he's great but before contact too bad you do what you can good luck good luck tank i in my head that's what the offensive lineman said we snap snapped the ball Counsel, hey good luck and then he just, you know, <laughs> somebody owned him in like 0.5 seconds, and he got to shake five people to get two yard gainer. But that's been the biggest source. It's been the turnovers and the offensive line play, making it difficult to have any sort of sustainable offense running the ball. Yeah, we can't protect the quarterback when he has to throw because we can't really make the room to run. So they've made something here. They they've made some progress. They've they've made some changes. And again, we've talked about what we saw versus Ole Miss. If it was sustainable, if it could be. Uh, count it on to to carry forward to the rest of the season? We'll see. They made some changes. There were some personnel changes on the offensive line that we can't just say it was all Ole Miss's defense. We have to wait and see it against somebody else. So we'll see it here soon. Um, The defensive performance, so I'm I'm heads and tails about this. The only thing that I think really affected the defensive performance is maybe Cam Riley going down because, mm, If you're going to turn the ball over as much as you are, as we have from the the quarterback position, if you're going to allow so much uh, penetration on the offensive line, then that means our offense isn't going to do it. Our defense is going to be tired. And no matter what, we're going to be wearing down third, fourth quarter anyway. If your offense can't move and they want to give the ball away, what we're seeing happen to our defense would happen anyway. It happened uh, several times last year. When we got in these situations where, oh, well, we did what we could, couldn't hold out. And it's really hard for me to say that Echo Leota was was the reason that happened. I, I think we've been productive on the front. The linebacking corps, man. Now, Cam Riley, he had a really good breakout game in game one. There is an argument to be made that if he stays healthy and on the field throughout the season, that now, game seven, game eight, he's turning into the guy that he can be right now. Like, this is when it's happening. I don't know that, but why? He got hurt, he can't be on the field. So now we're kind of pressing the reset button. We got Steiner in there, who, again, he's doing some of that development as well. I think he's played better the last few weeks. I, I don't want to say he's played great, but he has played better. He's improved. But it's it's all separate. It's it's He's improving after, Steiner, after uh, Riley goes out, and we we haven't seen it all at the same time, and it was such a question mark before we came into the season that, Hey, who's going to be that running back that did what Zobie, uh, does what uh, Zocoby McClain did? Nobody. Nobody. It's why we can get run on so easily. It's why people can keep the ball away from us, can run the score up on us. And when you can run the ball at will, you don't have a prayer of getting the ball back to stop the other team to get the ball back for your offense to do anything. So unless our offense gets up way ahead early and often, we don't really stand too much of a chance in, in some of these games. And that's what it's been like. And it's it's hard to I the, the secondary has actually been great. I don't know if y'all are, well y'all are here tomorrow, but on the uh, Mike Mack and Memes pod, uh, Ike stood in for Mike and, and uh, memes was actually saying, You like you who are the players I like that have broken out? Donovan Kaufman, DJ James, Keontae Scott. That secondary is outstanding, man. The secondary is outstanding. Kobe wouldn't got a slow start because he was a little hampered with an injury, but he's turned it on. The D-line, I felt like doing, they've done what they're supposed to do. The secondary done what they're it's, what it's supposed to do. It is almost entirely the middle of the defense, the linebacker core. And what's the remedy for that midseason? I don't know, man. Dudes are going to take their loans. I don't know.
0: It, it almost seems like Georgia State last year was a sign of what was to expect. And we were hoping against hope that someone would step up. And be the productive guy in the middle of the field that Kobe was, right? And so right. I think I think that's her. Uh, and Leota, when when teams are in obvious passing situations, he, he found himself near the ball, yeah, a lot. Like he yeah. he affected things, even if he didn't get the sack, he yeah. affected the QB in ways that it's been noticeable with him out. So um, there's there's a few things that you can can factor in. La- Lawrence here says. How many wins does Auburn have? And I think this is a pretty interesting question. Shout out to you, Lawrence. How many wins does Auburn have if we take away five turnovers, I'm assuming, on the offense? If we don't turn the ball over five times, and it, obviously it depends on which five turnovers you're talking about. But I think about the LSU game where we had four turnovers. Off top, LSU. Um, You can make an argument. For Ole Miss, but because of how we were getting gashed on the ground, I don't know. I don't know if that if that changes things because we they were running on us at will as the game went on. But we we definitely you definitely like your chances against Ole Miss. Those are those those are two games that jump out to me that really become winnable games for Auburn. Thoughts, gentlemen? Yeah, I mean, I uh, so. LSU for sure. Like, LSU
2: 100% yeah. um, turnovers were our undoing in that game. Like, hell, you just take the one turnover that they got the scoop and score on, it's a different ballgame. Yeah. Right. Um, right. Right. You know, the, the Missouri game probably – not Missouri, excuse me, because we won that game. The um, The Penn State game probably is a way different – like, you think about – the, the turnover that um, TJ had on the interception. You think about the fumble that Shed had when we were driving mm, uh, sure, going in sure. that kind of changed the trajectory of that game. The interception that Robbie threw uh, when he had the ball move. Like, we just, you know, uh, going back to the LSU game, the Moore interception, right? Like,
0: mm, Yeah, for you sure. you take
2: away a couple of interceptions, we probably – I'm not saying we beat Penn State because – Run game. We definitely had an issue with stopping the run in that game. Yeah, but it's a way more interesting game if we don't yeah. have those those. Uh, but it's it's part of the game. I understand, and, and I get people like, well, you can't
0: just take away. Like, all right, <laughs> Anthony, Anthony Grant, uh, appreciate you, bro. Transfers ultimately hurt too because of less depth. Thoughts on that, guys? Wait, which transfers? I so I mean so he, he, here
2: is my thought on that. Right, because less depth where? Right? right. I don't Which know. Was. I don't know that along the defensive front, right? Let's t- let's talk defensive front. Who did we lose to the transfer portal there? JJ Pegues. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Who am I forgetting? Ian Matthews. Ian Matthews. Yeah. Um, I think
0: that's it for the D line, I think. Lee
1: right? Hunter. Oh, Lee Hunter. Lee Hunter. That's he, right. he didn't play, so we don't know what. Okay. No, okay. Roster.
2: So let's just say. If we still have those guys, we likely don't pick up Marcus Bragg. We likely don't pick up Morris Joseph. We likely don't get Jeffrey Emba. Mm. I think we so, have a shot at Emba for, for depth, especially knowing maybe, that he was developmental for, you know. But I, I don't know that we, the defensive line has issues with depth that have plagued us so much this season. Right. I think we have issues at linebacker. Right. And I don't know that that's a depth issue necessarily. Maybe it's a depth issue because there wasn't enough competition in the room to get somebody quality in there. But, there, hell, there are guys
0: that we have in the room we haven't seen this season. Which I struggle with that. But right. I struggle with that because we know there's some talented guys behind right. who's playing. So I don't think that transfers
2: hurt those position groups so much because there wasn't a linebacker that transferred, right? So then you go to the secondary. You lose Ladarius Tennyson. I, he, I think he was a significant loss for death purposes. Not that he would have started I, over
1: Kaufman. Okay. He wouldn't
2: have started over Kaufman. Right. So there's my question. Right. Who does Ladarius Tennyson replace? Is he better than Keontae Scott? Because you're going to think about safety and slot corner slash nickel, right? Right. Who is who is he replacing off of that defense that's playing
0: poorly for us? And and, and low key, Donovan had kind of passed him. So I just him. don't know that he hurts from a depth perspective. He would have been playing, but I,
2: been playing, I don't but, think he. Again, yeah, like, I mean, like you said, he's not the reason the defense is playing right. poorly. So then right. you have to go to the offensive side. The place where I feel like we lost depth was the offensive line.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: Now I'm not saying Manning is a world beater. Right but he would have been that's the that's the one transfer in my mind that I can say to myself man we're we're missing that guy right again he's not he I don't think he's the solution to our offensive line man if we had Tashawn Manning we'd be a top 5 offense like okay that's silly right? right but that's definitely a piece where I'm like all right we we could have replaced that guy right and and yeah. should have replaced that guy um but outside of that, wide receiver, we lost some wide receivers to the portal. I don't miss any of them. Yeah, I don't either.
1: No. And, and very surprising. We, we talked about this amongst ourselves, but if you look at the production of the people who left here,
2: I mean. Running back. Okay, so running back and then quarterback, I guess you can throw those guys in there too because I forgot right. about Shivers. But running back, I don't think our issue is depth in the running back room. Right. Quarterback, you can make an argument for that. Yeah. Um sure. As far as depth is concerned, but you also have to like no, but like Calzada didn't even make it to the season, bro. Like, yeah. Like, how do you yeah. know? How do you call that? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Um, for sure.
2: So I, I just don't know. I, 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 I. I I think that we we had some room left on this roster that they could have filled some spots. I wish that that would have happened in the offensive line room of, above anything else. Right. Outside of that, I don't I don't really know And linebacker. Excuse me, because those are the two position groups in my mind that I'm just like, yo, is this all we got for real? Right, right. So, and, and outside of those two position groups, I don't think that there are depth issues. It's a quality issue for sure, right. but hopefully, additional depth provides that quality. But eh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I need to right. see Barton Lester
0: or somebody right now at linebacker. <laughs> somebody, Jazzy Joe. Uh, appreciate you said since we are playing the bye week Saturday. Uh, <laughs> since we are playing the bye week Saturday, shouldn't Harson be our guest tonight? Since he's on team. Wow. <laughs> since he's on uh team. Bye bye. Man, you know what they said? They said he's out recruiting.
2: And making some 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 uh, press stops. Hey, listen, still man, still doing the job. Harson's still working for everybody. Working. I, I I don't like I don't I don't like getting into it, man. Y'all, I thought y'all told me, but I, I have to do it. Y'all told me that the reason I will go back to my Twitter mentions. If anybody thinks I'm making this up, people told me the reason you fire Harson today is because he's a lame duck coach. And he has no incentive to go out and recruit anymore. He's going to hurt Auburn for the foreseeable future because he and this staff have no reason to recruit. And he took a recruiting trip the very first thing that he did after the Ole Miss game. Literally, the first thing he did was go take a recruiting trip. Yeah. But that's not what people told me. They told me he don't have a reason to do it. He's not going to keep doing the job
0: because he knows he's going to get fired. I mean, you should get fired if you're not doing your job. But he's doing his. He's at least doing that. I get it. We don't like the results on the field, but he still has a job to do. So obviously, he's he's recruiting and he's working. He's he's trying I just, to fix. I, I, he's I just, I just trying want to people words. to stop trying to convince themselves
2: of their narrative and let the facts inform their narrative. Again, we can have a conversation about the things that Brian Harson and this staff have done poorly. Without inventing things to be upset about, right. and I just get tired of people inventing sure. stuff to get mad. It's like, sure. well,
0: he he he's a he's a lazy
2: recruiter. Based on what information? Based on what information?
0: Well, it's it's they're basing it off of the fact that where Auburn currently is ranking wise. So if if right. if Auburn is in last, then obviously he's not working hard enough to to pull Auburn's rank up.
2: As if there aren't other mitigating circumstances, though. And that's where I get, like, frustrated. It's like, if you're taking that by itself and you're saying, well, we're ranked right here and that's Harson's fault. It's like, okay, yes, it's his fault. And finish your sentence. No, none of that matters because if he was a good coach, he could recruit past all of those allegations and people thinking he's possibly not going to be here the next year. Oh, Okay. (laughs) Oh,
1: they, okay. they basically put a, t- a countdown timer above his head and wondering why we couldn't uh, bounce
2: back with a, a quality OC or transfers. What?
1: What? What?
2: And I get it. I I, I know. Right now, <laughs> somebody is furiously typing when they rewatch this. You guys are still making excuses for Harson. <laughs> How can you make all of these excuses? Ah, excuses <laughs> in all caps. I get it. Because I can make an I can make an argument right now for why Brian Harson should be fired, one hundred percent, just on facts. I don't have to make up extra stuff. Right. right, I don't. But for some reason, every time, and I and I literally mean every time, this is not an exaggeration of like, well, sometimes people. Every time I have this conversation with someone, they start making up facts. They start making up stuff, and I'm just like, well, wait a minute. So I'm not debating your conclusion. I'm ba- I'm debating the things that you've used to support your right. conclusion. Mm-hmm. Because if it's based upon these things, you need to reevaluate your conclusion. But what you did is you had a conclusion and then you went and tried to support it with stuff and not realizing, oh that doesn't actually support that conclusion at all. That just supports my bias.
0: Right. Listen, let's 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 grab a let's grab a few more and and I want to get our our thoughts on how we think Auburn finishes um, the rest of this season, Aaron Finney says the answer. Sid Papo let some young guys get some burn. We know who Papo is at this point. Uh, is is it time to wave the white flag on Papo? I mean, is is Aaron Finney right? I have a hard time disagreeing with Aaron at this point. I I don't I don't know how.
2: I, so I don't Aaron know. Aaron may
0: have a point, guys. I mean,
2: so here is the thing, right? Like. We literally said this exact same thing about the quarterback position last year. It's like, hey, we've seen enough of this. Let's see somebody else behind this person,
1: right? Which y'all know I am team. Let's see what else we got.
2: I, it don't matter who it is. I, I can't argue. I can't. I can't debate what I'm seeing, bro. I'm just like, so you. Yeah. So you're so. So I mean, level with me here. Seriously, this is the best. one This is the best that we could try out here at linebacker. The mm. best. I'd rather at this point in time take my lumps with an inexperienced guy, so I could at least chalk it up to inexperience. Right? Like what?
1: What we're seeing with Robbie? It should be Woody's it, time. It, it was inevitable. I mean, we talk. Listen, you put him in there. It might be ugly. Might take some time. We'll get somewhere. We will get somewhere. We will find out something about this dude because the alternative is a ceiling of a of a of a six out of ten. Now, you're telling me whatever we got? I mean, at worst, he got recruited here. His, his, his measurables were amazing. Whoever we got here, whether it's Asante or Woodyard, man, put him in, put him in the game. Because whatever he is right now, if his ceiling ends up being higher than that six we're getting by the end of the season or by game eight, it was a win.
2: It was a win. You, you got to do it. Yeah. Like I said, I, at this point in time, I don't know like whoever is not getting the looks right now they got to be terrible in practice terrible or because pissed. what you're seeing in the game yeah I ain't getting it family it's not i'm sorry if you are satisfied as an auburn university coach with the play at the linebacker
0: position please explain to me why and I, and I see I see people saying in the comments that they should put they should put Papo uh, in Echo's spot and let him rush the passer, but he's still got to get the guy down. Yeah, yeah listen, and he yeah. he got all the that's Papo the problem, has all the Speed in the world. That's another problem that we've seen with Papo. Well, I mean, he's and not- that's,
2: uh, there, there's my issue is that it's not just one thing. It's yeah. not. I don't think yeah. it's that he's rushing from the wrong gap. I just think the boy can't tackle for real.
0: Yeah.
2: He's really fast. He gets there in a hurry. No clue what to do once he gets there. Because I don't want to see little cat running around on the edge anymore. Oh. I've seen that I've seen that story before. Mm. You're faster than everybody around the edge, but Ooh, you can't yeah. actually tackle anybody when you get there. I've seen that before. Mm-hmm. Seen that for how many years was was he playing over there? 3 something like that. I don't I don't need to see that no more. That's that's just as frustrating as you missing the gap, missing the te- Sheesh. I ain't I don't I put him at the headset.
0: What do we how do we see this playing out? Um Ike, you you was on locked on and you kind of kind of talked about some of the games that who you thought Auburn had a chance against. Um mm-hmm. we'll give you an opportunity to kind of speak on that. B, there's five games left. How do you see this playing out for Auburn? The Auburn's not running the table to go eight and four as you predicted. No, so what? Don't even even
1: mention what we predicted. Don't even have to talk about
0: that no more. Hey, I said it. I predicted it too, man. You know, you got to laugh to keep from crying, B.
1: Yeah, I'm already crying my tears about this season. Um, I so I, I definitely think Arkansas is a beatable team. They just are. They can be beaten. They are not particularly great at anything. The passing game is shaky. Their run game is the best thing that they've got, which should be a concern for us. But lucky for us, their defense is also leaky in in more more ways than one. We can beat Arkansas with the strength of the home crowd, the defense playing inspired, and coming off of a bye, which is incredibly important. If these coaches make any type of changes in the bye week, i.e., You go ahead and prep some new guys to get some reps at linebacker, Um, whether they're young or not. Like, that is a winnable game. So I think they win that game. I think we win that game to go to 4-4. and I I know we win Western Kentucky um, because our pass defense is great and their pass offense is their strength. So I expect to win that game. Now, I want to beat Texas A&M for obvious reasons. (laughs) I need Jimbo Fisher to go six and six. I need the worst Auburn season in 10 years to be matched by a hundred million dollar coach and a ten million dollar roster. I need that. I need I I need it. Like I can smell the failure. The narratives that will be written. Oh, oh, well, it's Jimbo over his head. Call B Will in 2018 and ask if Jimbo was over his head. (laughs) I need him to lose and I want us to be the ones that do it because he's going to catch his lumps everywhere else. They've got plenty of L's left on the schedule. They still got to play LSU. Um, Mm -hmm. They still got to play. Wait, is they going to play Tennessee? They don't play Tennessee this year.
0: They're going to play Ole Miss, though. They got to play Ole
1: Miss. Now, they They might be somewhat of an interesting. Ole Miss is overrated. They're undefeated, so I get why they're rated. Where they're rated,
0: but oh, here's the problem: A and M's rush defense is surprisingly not all that great. Yeah, it's I not. No, yeah. When I, I saw App State that. mushing them
1: the entire fourth quarter to keep the ball away from them, I knew what was up right then. I said, "Okay, so this is just this defense is it was it was Elko who left. The defense right. was Elko.
0: Right. They're
1: gone. Right. I want us to give him an L because it would be disgraceful." as a terrible Auburn team, not an okay Auburn team, as the worst Auburn team in 10 years to catch an L to that Auburn team. It would be the worst for him, and that's why I want it for him and for us. I want that for you. I want that for him and for us. I want that <laughs> so um, I'm, I am going to, that may be a little sunshine pumpy because their run game is actually working fairly well. It's not bad. And I don't know how much to make of what they showed against Bama on offense when uh, Hayes came out there Haynes Haynes King, is his name. So they, I, I don't know. Everybody says, does does Jimbo just plan something different against Saban every year? Because
0: he Haynes knows him King. really well.
1: I mean, he he does, but wouldn't that is, offense it's, work it's, well it's, against it's, other
0: defenses? It's almost kind of like how we've seen Gus play Saban well, and mm-hmm. then he'll he'll get in other games and it's like, yo, what what has happened? It's yeah. a, there's, it's almost like a similar thing with Jimbo. Saving be out here saving jobs, man. Let's be let's keep it let's keep it a buck. He do. He you know why saving he's saving jobs?
1: Because he can give them that one game and still win his championship and keep those yeah. so far coaches right where they're at. Yeah, he did it too. Yeah, he did that. He's smart. Hey, he might
0: be smart good, not getting credit a good for point Ike for for much credit as <laughs> they give him for being a coach killer. He's been saving some coaches. Yeah, he's been saving some coaches for sure. for sure. So so what what
1: what do you think, B? I'm I'm, I'm sunshine pumping a little bit, saying six and six. A and M presents some matchup problems for us that. Based on what we've seen thus far, we don't have a strong case to say we can definitely win that game. Arkansas, yes. A&M, maybe. Western Kentucky, yes. So I think worst case, five and seven. Best case, six and six.
0: You're right there with me. You're right there with me, actually. Best case for Auburn is to go three and two, winning A&M, Arkansas, Western Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Um, I think likely. Um, Ike, you said it. And I actually defer to Ike because Ike said exactly what I was thinking. As it pertains to Arkansas and A and M, you think Auburn actually splits those two games? They don't win the both of them.
2: I think that's the most likely scenario. So here is the thing: you, c- they can win both of them. They can. Will they? I don't know. Right? Like, they could. They could have beat LSU. Yeah. I mean, the the t- he, from the the immense disappointment of this season is how beatable. The vast majority of our schedule is and how i mean we let lsu off the hook mm-hmm. we needed missouri to let us off the hook mm-hmm. right. um and old miss proved to be not as good defensively as people thought so if our defense had come to play the majority of that game well excuse me if our offense had come to play at the beginning of our game and the defense had come to play for the remainder of it We likely either make it interesting or beat Ole Miss, right? And so with that much of our schedule being beatable, it's very disappointing. Very disappointing.
0: Right. For sure. For sure.